0: Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs, a show that covers the best action films of all time. I'm your host, Shanny B. You can find me on all the socials at It's Me, Shani B.
1: And I'm your other host, Cisco, aka Misfit Minded. You can find me on Twitter at Rampage underscore Misfit and all my other movie pages are at Misfit underscore Minded on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
0: Today we're talking about the 2020 film Extraction, starring Chris Hemsworth, and a little bit later we'll review the sequel, Extraction 2. Yes. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that.
1: Me too, me too.
0: If you haven't seen the first Extraction, it's about a morning mercenary who takes the job of extracting the son of a drug dealer from a rival drug dealer that kidnapped him. Yep. Pretty straightforward in the first one. Mm-hmm also very balls to the walls. so
1: oh yeah we'll get into it
0: <laughs> tell me what do you love about this movie what do you hate what what are your feelings
1: it's pretty much the same i had i guess uh when i first saw it in 2020 like i probably, I probably liked it more the first time too because like obviously 2020 we didn't have a lot going on <laughs> so i was like like, ready to take any, uh, you know, action movie because there just wasn't anything coming to theaters. But um, revisiting it, I will say that it's kind of, you know, I'm kind of mixed on it uh, this time around just because, you know, we talked about The Raid before and uh, The Night Comes for Us, something like that. Yeah. And John Wick. And it's just like, those are like the bar for me, like those, those movies. And so, while wow, this one the first one has like a lot of good action in it i think where it kind of falters a little bit for me is just like the story like i don't know yeah. who uh rake is like tyler what's his name tyler rake <laughs> not not as good as john wick <laughs> like not quite i feel like they are trying to go for that but it's kind of bland characterization and then um you know, it, it kind of expands in the sequel, which we'll talk about. But in the first one, it's really kind of basic, like him just having visions and us kind of having to like fill in his backstory for the movie, um, which, I, you know, it's it's fine. Like I said, the action is really solid, um, but it's just like in order to get there, I'm just like I. there's times where I'm just like, why do I care about this guy and this kid? And yeah, overall, I still think it's pretty, pretty solid. It's true. What about you?
0: I mean, I agree, actually. I think I remembered so fondly loving it, and I think the things I remembered loving, I still love for sure, yeah, but I think you're right. You know, it coming out right in the pandemic, it just made me have like a zest for life I was starving for. So I definitely over remembered how much I liked it. Yeah, however, you know, that is something that evolved as its second piece came into play. yeah, but revisiting this one in particular, It did make me think the same i was sort of like i i like that this has all of the makings of a big action movie you know it like starts at the end so epically so we know we're headed towards this thing we learn a little bit about the kid themselves so that the stakes or the emotional story is like being planted yes but like this is a movie about action this is a movie about the amazing stunts that these folks are capable of filming and capturing and choreographing and so I agree, like the story's not quite there, but man, the action. Yeah, I can't say enough about how amazing the action is and how in the sequences, the way that it's being captured.
1: Mm-hmm. It is
0: unique. It's not quite Maverick, but it doesn't have the money to be Maverick. And it's <laughs> still right there. Yeah. Right up there in terms of the crazy shit that we're that we're watching and. I guess this movie is so hard because I like it so much, but I also understand it's not perfect. Mm. And I don't know what to do with that.
1: I almost feel like to like, okay, I'll ask you this question too. Like if you thought there would be a sequel or not, because it almost feels like Netflix was like, We want to put enough money into this where there potentially could be a sequel, but also we're not sure if people are gonna like this. (laughs) Like, you can almost feel that like tension in it. Mm -hmm. Like, especially when I'm talking about like Tyler's backstory and how you never see his ex-wife. It's almost like maybe in the sequel we'll get some some hot actress to play his wife, which they do. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yep. You know, there's like that tension there. I just I kind of felt like this time around where I was just like, even Netflix probably didn't know if this was going to hit or not. Um, And again, this was in 2020 to where like there was only maybe 20 movies that came out. So like technically this was probably like in the top 10 movies that year or something.
0: (laughs) It's also hard because I don't know if the 2020 of it all has to do with the fact that we were starved as an audience Mm -hmm. or more that like movies could only be made a certain way because of that too. So I feel like there are limitations placed on the filmmaking that the pandemic put in there that are going to be really hard to recognize, Mm -hmm. especially with time, because I think that's exactly what I felt on the rewatch. I was like, man, this movie is long. Like, why am I sitting still for this long when, like, there are sequences in this movie that I, I have to keep my eyes on the screen? And then there are, like, sequences where I'm like, yeah.
1: I had the same. I had the same. Yeah. Like kind of wandering off, like, all right, Mm -hmm. let's uh, let, you know, you guys have regrouped. I feel like enough. Let's get back to the action.
0: Yeah. The the strongest pieces are those action pieces. And I think that is what I like the most, you know, the blood and the fast paced stuff, that stuff still does it for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess, I guess to move into those, some of the questions not having a lot of story does mean that they had to rely so heavily on the camera being the main storyteller yeah which is okay i think they do a good job but i don't know the the found footage stuff was like a little much for me i don't like how it just felt too in there sometimes or too fast moving to the point where i was like ah Mm -hmm. i'm missing something you wanted to show me yeah and so i think that's that definitely tripped me up and I guess I am kind of feeling tired with the guns sometimes where I'm like, I just watched four movies of John Wick just do every and anything.
1: The gun food.
0: Yeah. So I think watching this too, I was like, damn, there's just like so many guns happening, Yeah. which they make sense. Like they are definitely in, they need to be in this context. I guess, Mm -hmm. I guess I just didn't remember that being such a big piece of it before, if that makes sense.
1: No, it totally does. And like, I was telling you, I read this book about the John Wick franchise, the making of and that was one of the things they talked about while making the sequel, John Wick two, and the other ones is like they wanted to do other things outside of the guns, because they felt like audiences were gonna get tired of it. So that's why you get the knife fight in John Wick three. Um, that's when you get like some of those sequences, like on the horse and instead of a car, like, yes, you know, trying to think like outside the box. Um, with it and so yeah i kind of i do know what you uh are saying i will say though that like um you know we'll talk about the performances but i guess just to say that chris hemsworth as an action star i feel like it's underutilized at this point which is like very weird to me because you know a- aside from like john wick like he has a very um different like stature and build compared to like john wick so like in In that respect, it's almost like you don't need to use the guns. If you're Chris Hemsworth, he's like a foot taller than most of the people he's fighting. (laughs) And so they do use that strength sometimes. And those are kind of like some of my favorite kills, honestly, is when he's just like using his bare hands or like pummeling guys or kicking guys. Mm -hmm. So I I kind of agree with you. Like, what did you think about uh, Hemsworth as a a star of this uh, franchise?
0: I completely agree with you. I feel like he has been he has everything in him to be an action star. And I think it just got a little bit blurry because he the superhero they chose for him is like a god or rather than a real guy. So that is what I love about this about this story is that like it is really trying to be on the ground as much as possible considering all the other pieces. But I think like I agree that you know he has something unique And I don't know if they were planning a sequel, because there's something about how, like, even his performance in the first one Mm -hmm. is sort of like, I am dying.
1: (laughs) Yes. Like, but then they kept it. It it almost felt like a reshoot where it's like, we can't kill him off. We have to, like, leave it. If this does well. Yes. You know, like I said, it's like they have a toe in the water of, like, you know, no pun intended. where it's like, we might, if this does have enough viewers, we'll do a sequel. Um, and we're here now, and they did, so.
0: How can you blame him, right? Like, I right. did want more, and I agree. I think Hemsworth is super underutilized. He doesn't get, he's been in a lot of movies, of course, but he's he's not getting so many opportunities to, like, have his diehard.
1: Like, he has comedy chops, and I feel like that's, yes. and he's very funny, and, like, so I'm happy that he gets to do that, but, like, also, this dude's crazy in shape, so it almost feels like a shame that he hasn't been in more like action stuff. I did see one like I think it was called Twelve Strong, where he's a. Uh, oh yeah, did you see that one? I remember that one. Mm-hmm. It was fine, but uh, they de- it was definitely not as much like action here, and it was definitely like just a straight up like patriotic Americanized, you know, story of where right. the hero is basically. But I do like even just like the the tactileness of like way he shoots people and like. Um, you know disperses of like the gun like two in the chest two in the head like he's really good at that like it's like there's only a select p- few people like Keanu and stuff that like really sell that to me mm-hmm. that they're in that that's like type of life so I, I really like uh him I just wanted to get that out of the way I guess first and I also like last thing I'll say is that they let him use his accent because again that's another thing that's underutilized about Hemsworth and it's like I feel like sometimes the realism and like, you know, why would an Australian be in blah, blah, blah. And it's just like back in the day, Arnold never dropped his accent. No, this guy had an accent in every fucking movie. So it's like, I think it's okay for like some of these guys to just use their natural accent. Again, it's so he doesn't have to worry about that while he's like memorizing these gun moves and like choreography, you know, don't give him some extra shit to worry about.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Because that's not really what we're here for anyway. It's like, I don't really care where this guy is from. It's I care what this guy is about. I care how cool this guy's going to look when he kicks ass. And I think that in the first one, it was a little bit more grounded. You know, when he kicked ass, it was like. It does feel like in every fight scene, it's like your life or mine, man. Yeah. It's you or me dying right now, and I want to die, so get ready, you know? Yes. Which I'm cool
1: with. It's like some Wolverine, like, (laughs) rampage going on there. i'm specifically thinking of like there's one where it was like it's, this was overkill he did not have to go this hard but he just stabs this guy like three times in the neck like just for good measure yeah and he's like bah, 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 like stat like and then the kid is in the background just looking like what the fuck like <laughs> so good It's so good it's pretty tough um yeah just i didn't have too many like plot holes or questions i mean The obvious, like, there's no way that he survives that next shot at the end in real life.
0: No. (laughs) Just like a dude can't fall off the roof of a building in downtown Manhattan and walk away. Like, (laughs) I guess I wonder why they want the stakes to be so high if, like, in the end, you can't really kill anybody, you know? It is kind of weird how it's like, then stop making me go on the roller coaster because I'm I'm just going to get off at the end.
1: Yeah. And then the other one I had, like, the big one that uh, didn't hold up for me is, like the guy that works for his father the kid's father and like how he like they fight like brutally like to the almost like you said like almost to the death basically like he looks like complete shit (laughs) when he goes into that hotel room it's disgusting
0: oh my god dude yes he does
1: (laughs) it's horrific and then at a certain point like hemsworth just calls him up and he's like i got the boy like let's meet up and i'm like what like when did you get this guy's number like it was very confusing like yeah and and it seemed like such an easy fix to where it's like they're about to kill each other and then they have a truce or something and they're like let's work together like i feel like that just would have been yeah easy peasy and then they went like this really convoluted way of like and i it's it was i had to rewind it i was like did i miss something is there
0: (laughs) yeah i did have to stop and explain it because i was sort of like no it's weird where the story is very simple as they say it to you but it's actually super complex as it's written
1: yeah i know
0: it's about like a twist within a twist but they don't get to hammer it that much no he doesn't have the money so he's gonna fake it which i guess is why he doesn't tell the truth about how like doesn't hit he cares about this kid it's true it gets lost in the middle because again we just want like badass fight scenes and they are good.
1: They yada yada it kind of.
0: Exactly. They're like, whatever. If this guy dies in the end, like it doesn't quite matter. The story, like (laughs) meh, you know?
1: And it really does it. He does and it really does.
0: (laughs) And the morals of the first one are like pretty clearly blurry with like, Mm. I don't really care that this guy's like a drug dealer. You know, like that this isn't a country where like I'm just gonna murder like pretty much half the population and with no qualms i don't mind that
1: yeah because he says he says at the end he's like you know uh that was another thing that was unclear he's like i had to otherwise he said he was going to kill my family and it was just like okay well like again that wasn't explored or shown or like it was just say it
0: sooner man like don't if (laughs) you're fighting to the death with someone be like please i want to save the kid i'm doing this to help the kid
1: yes they needed to talk it out. They were being bros, and they just needed yeah. to talk it out, have a bro moment. <laughs> and it was missing that. There, there, there was no chemistry between them as, as two no. two action bros, and I needed that.
0: I needed more scenes regardless, you know, like more of those scenes together.
1: Yeah. And then the last one I had is just like, at the end, it, I, it I just felt unnecessary for Hemsworth to go through that like, hero, I'm dying moment while he, like, because the kid is already across the bridge. Right, mm-hmm. and so it's like that was the goal. They mission, mission accomplished, mission complete. You guys can go home now. But then Hemsworth is like, "No, I have to finish what I started," <laughs> and he like goes back to kill more guys. And it's like, yeah, what are you doing? And then obviously, like the kid that they fight, <laughs> uh, that he fought before, comes back and shoots him. And like that whole storyline was just very weird to me too. So I don't know. It's just some of the storytelling is very sloppy. Um, to get to where they're going but again the action scenes to get you there are worth the journey so
0: yeah the action scenes do do the work and the camera I mean you cannot beat the way the filmmaking seamlessly works with the action yeah it's just one of those things too where his mission, like as an actor and character, was to die in the first one. Yes, which yeah. is a bummer because that kind of <laughs> that he did accomplish that.
1: Yeah, there's a I, that was one of my favorite lines or whatever. Where I think you posted that too, where it was like you're just uh spinning the chamber, waiting f- to see where the bu- when the bullet comes or whatever, something like that. Mm-hmm. They did set that up, but it, again, it's just like the way they did it. I think the execution was a little sloppy. But did you have any anything else before we get into like the more specific filmmaking of it.
0: I'm curious if like all nightclubs have some secret room where they torture people, because that does (laughs) seem to be a trope where, yes, every action movie we've covered lately appears to have a secret back room where like really cool lights are still sneaking in the windows (laughs) and there is torture taking place. So I Yeah. yeah, I don't know what to make of like how this movie didn't need those tropes, but they're still there. And so I guess I guess that just shows it fits in line with the genre in particular. Yeah. But the redemption storyline.
1: I do love a good nightclub, though, in an action film. I got to say it never gets old. Uh, Every time John Wick is fighting in a dance club. I'm like, I kind of wish I was there. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> does that make me a weirdo? I don't know. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> it would be
1: fun. Not like in the action, but just like maybe like on the balcony, like looking down, like oh shit, and they're like still, yeah, still having fun though.
0: Yes. <laughs> I feel like if I were there, I might have different feelings about it for right, sure. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'd get in on it. Like, who knows? <laughs> That's something that's kind of fun about this is it is being informed by movies like John Wick and the Raid. So there are some really cool sequences where it does feel like there are walls of people coming at him and he's just cutting his way through them. And I think in the first one, that is like a really gritty and very uh, dirty. Yeah. And I feel like it gets cleaner in the sequel. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about other people that were in this because like random there are random people who snuck in like David Harbour. Yeah, I completely forgot he was here. Oh, completely forgot.
1: So saying I I knew it was like a famous actor, but I'm with you. I, I completely forgot who it was. And I was like, oh, David Harbour. And again, I also think that Harbour is underutilized in the action genre because very unique builds, also very tall um he was like my favorite part of black widow which is like a movie i did not love but like (laughs) (laughs) but like he was good in it but just seeing him as like this like aged superhero like Mm -hmm. you know i thought that was perfect and um yeah he's just always solid so i kind of was bummed that he's only in that one sequence yeah but he yeah he kills it i think yeah like you said he I I didn't want to believe that he was like bad. I think the first time I saw it Mm -hmm. and they kind of do like the little fake out, which I like where it's like a car pulls in and you're like, oh shit. And then it's like, oh no, it's just David Harbour coming back. And yeah, these guys are old friends. He would never. And then like the more he talks and like the more they drink and he's like, you should just kill this kid. It's like, whoa, okay. Well,
0: what happened? (laughs) yeah how did we
1: yeah you'd be doing him a favor really and you're like i'm like dude no you're you're killing my buzz right now if we're if this is my drinking buddy like no stop let's not talk about killing kids let's maybe keep that out
0: let's pull it back for sure (laughs) and i think that scene and his appearance here being what it was is further evidence that they were probably not planning a sequel yeah to use him this way and to not be able to have him come back in a sequel truly is not something they would have done if they knew mm-hmm. right like you don't want to lose david harbour if you don't have to
1: nope I'm, I'm completely with you and then you know honestly not really a lot of household names aside from this i mean other than like the russo brothers right uh worked on the script um which again like i i forgot about because like honestly their movies outside of the avengers have not been good either so
0: well they they haven't been it's like they haven't been able to actually nail
1: but they don't do action anymore outside of extraction
0: yeah they they haven't been able to nail the gritty action is not something that that I feel like they've ever actually been able to nail. Yeah. Because they do really good with like elevated fun pop action. Yes. And funny uh, meta action. Yeah. But there's something about how like Hargrave comes up in here and is like, I've actually like been the one getting punched in the face. Mm-hmm. So let me see what I can do. Yeah. I feel like I appreciate that here too, because there's an interesting collaboration where I know that the Russo brothers and Hargrave work together on Avengers films doing stunts. Mm -hmm. So I know there's like a rapport and I also know there's a rapport between him and Hemsworth. And so I think I kind of like how the first one feels equally as ambitious as the first evil dead. With like two best friends who are like, we're going to make a movie, and we're going to do literally everything we know how to do in this movie because we never get another chance. Yeah, we're gonna not miss anything. Yeah, and I I appreciate that about this too. That like the Russo brothers still I feel like are they're still looking to to find their way back, but I like that Hargrave sort of etched out and was like, um, I'll take the lead.
1: <laughs> yeah, Hargrave, a stunt guy, similar to uh Chad Stahelski in um, John Wick and the John Wick franchise mm-hmm. um, and those guys. So very good company uh, to work on. And that was like one thing I, I watched some behind the scenes stuff. Um, again, there's no Blu-ray or anything for Netflix movies, which I hate. Right. But uh, the stuff I could find, um, a lot of people seem to like appreciate that, like as a director, and a former stunt guy. He was behind the camera in these dangerous environments. Mm-hmm. And so like they could trust him. They they could trust each other that like, hey, I'm here to help you. And also I'm in the shit with you. Uh, in case anything goes wrong, I'm also going to get hurt. <laughs> so yeah, especially like uh, the w- one video I watched was uh, in the one car chase uh, sequence which I think is really well done. And they outdo themselves in the sequel with this one, the one take, which we'll talk about. Mm. But in the the first one, in the car chase, like, you know, the hands-offs through like windows and stuff and like the 180. Yes. And uh, the director almost got hit, I guess, with the car. Mm -hmm. As like the car is doing the 180, like it gets very close to the lens. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's, that's like one of many sequences where it's just like, damn, I didn't know. The other one, too, where I guess somebody got hurt was when they were um, him and the the guy his dad worked for. I, I still don't even know his name. Like, that's how forgetful this guy is. Uh, but he, uh, they're fighting and they both fall off the roof and onto the street. Yeah, um, It's right before the car chase. And I guess one of the, the stunt guy for him um, broke his foot on the way down and then try, did it again after that. Because he was like just such a badass, and then uh, hit his head on the truck and had a concussion or something.
0: <laughs> a little too far.
1: <laughs> but then, if the the tape they used was the one where he uh, he broke his foot, and I, th- I think it was just because he got too close to the truck on the ground. He was supposed to like yep. fall in front of it, and he ended up falling onto like into it. And it was like. Ooh. And you can, yeah, like when you watch the movie, it's like, damn, that, they really fell off that
0: shit. Sure did. I mean, this movie is another great reminder of like why there needs to be an Academy Award for action.
1: Stunts. Absolutely. And this would be the perfect year because you have Extraction 2, mm-hmm. John Wick 4, and Mission Impossible coming out very soon. So yes, this, this is a perfect year.
0: Don't forget Fast 10, right?
1: Uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs>
0: There are lots of entries as to why.
1: Yeah. It is funny though, because how many people get hit in with cars in this? And I was I was thinking of Fast and Furious, because that, that guy, like we said, looks yes. like he just got out of like a car accident. Like that's what you would look like.
0: Smashed up, need to break your own nose.
1: Arm broken, face completely red and purple. <laughs> and then you got Vin Diesel like flying from freeways, and he gets out completely clean no no sweat no dirt
0: buff still buff ready to go
1: (laughs) two different tones
0: and yet if you can give me an action scene that looks legit I want it to be recognized and especially in this one not having the budget but being able to give me like stuff where there were audible moments in this movie both in the first and second where I was like oh because of something that happened so
1: oh yeah Let's talk about that. Let's. What, what were your. What was your favorite stunt slash kill? Oh man! Before we move on to the sequel.
0: Okay, I. Let's see. <laughs> this is hard. So. I know. I like the motorcycle stuff. I like motorcycle stuff in these action mm. movies because I think motorcycles get better and better. Uh, CG where they really do look pretty gnarly, but yeah. I know there's still people on them. So I think those, for me, are stunts I really, really still resonate with. Yeah, And I did really like the kid gang part.
1: Yes,
0: yes. That was pretty good. And oh my God. yeah, him, I guess I'm like really enjoying.
1: That was, a, that was a motorcycle stunt. He he puts the pole through the spokes of the, the bike.
0: <laughs> yes, and it turns out there's a fucking kid on there. <laughs>
1: pretty unrealistic in reality i was thinking but like i mean it still was like oof if you were in that accident like the kid was like my ankle's broken i was like you wouldn't be talking if that was real like you would you would be knocked out like for sure that is
0: true but yeah i think i like that a lot for sure and just a a movie where an adult like is allowed to beat up children is so funny so I'm into that.
1: Yeah, he. uh, My favorite. My favorite line in that. I had to. I had to run it back. I had to run it back. It was so funny. My favorite line is at the very end of the fight when, uh, like the the leader of the kid gang, uh, who ends up shooting him at the end. He just like slaps him in the face, and he's just like, "Oh, piss off!" Like he's like all angry about it. I'm like, that is why you keep the Australian accent for that line delivery in particular. That's why you keep it. Yes. Because it just does not sound the same uh, in an American accent. It would not have hit the same.
0: No, (laughs) no, he wouldn't be allowed to be that authentic. And Mm -hmm. I know that's a hard thing. And I know accents are a weird part of acting and they get in the way in really weird sad unfortunate ways but there's something just about how i don't even think about it as an accent if you let the actor have it and they're not you know chewing on it mm-hmm. it's not like he was like piss off mate yeah
1: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> he just was himself in this moment with this other kid and they're the children of this movie, like to go back to some of the performances, the kids in this movie were pretty tits. Yeah, they were all good. You know, the kitty was bringing out and also the kids in the gang, like
1: there were several moments where like, they almost could have killed him like the, and they were all kids and I was like what are they like trying to say about this like
0: this is gnarly
1: if he wouldn't have killed that kid at the beginning then he wouldn't have got shot in the neck at the end like it was
0: yeah the
1: messaging was
0: it's true I am curious about yeah there is like a weird storyline in here of like what do we ma- what are we to make of young men being raised in violence there's like a quick question about that in both of these films
1: yeah And then the drug dealer throws the kid off the roof. That was the gnarliest. Like, holy shit.
0: I I was not expecting that. I did not remember that. And when that happened, I was like, Jesus, what? (laughs) I did not remember that either, but that was hard. And
1: almost cuts the kid's finger off.
0: He makes the kid cut his own fingers off. Oh, that's
1: right. He does. He does in the table scene. Yeah, it
0: is gnarly. Yeah, the the treatment of children is interesting in this one, considering, Yikes. I guess, like how important they are to the story. You know, like Hemsworth's suffering has to do with the fact that he lost his son and he is now trying to help someone else not lose their son while another guy is trying to not lose his son. There's so much going on about men and their relationships to the younger generation of men. Yeah, and so I think it, it that's just an interesting thing in this movie to me.
1: All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through mine real quick because I want to talk about the sequel for sure. Mine's like a fucking five way tie of best uh stunt slash kill because it's like let's hear it. The, I mean, I think the the whole sequence that I liked the best was when he first extracts the kid. Yes, from that like apartment building because it's just like. It's what I love in action movies. He comes in unfazed. You know, they point the gun at his head. He takes the guy's cigarette and he just like blows it in his face. Like yes, it's just uh, and then just completely like I, I just wrote all of them down. Like they're just they just completely up each other. He suplexes a guy onto his neck. Oh man, there's a coffee mug to the face. He puts a rake through a guy's neck and then later on puts a guy's face through the rake, (laughs) through the broken rake. Yep, I had that one too. That's so good. And then he kicks a guy, uh, the last one, through like this hole in the wall and his his neck fucking like breaks. Like so much neck breaking in this movie. It was like very. Yes. uh, And then I guess Favorite Kill was tough too, but I did like how uh, the girl like that was like. you know, on the comms with him, the whole movie Nick gets that, gets that headshot at the end. And I was just like, fuck yeah. I love when they can incorporate snipers into it. And um, I also thought they underutilized her in the first one and they kind of uh, give her a lot more to do in the sequel, which yeah. uh, we can talk about right now. If you're, if you're down. Yeah.
0: They totally course corrected in the sequel for sure. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. And I agree. I think the, there were just too many kills to to try and identify the best one here.
1: So many! Oh my god.
0: <laughs> they were really creative, and yeah. I do think they stepped that up in the second one too. Like he
1: does kick, a, he kicks. No, he punches a kid in the chest, and he like flies back like four <laughs> feet. There's just so many good ones. I, I'm just thinking of them now. Like
0: yes, yes, yeah. The the rewatchability of the first one, even though it's not a perfect movie or something, is still really high. It's still always going to be amazing
1: yeah just fast forward to the action scenes if you don't feel like rewatching the whole thing like that would be my rec recommendation
0: and that'll be easy because you only have to wait like five minutes in between each of them anyway <laughs> <laughs>
1: right <laughs> it's still majority of the movie
0: <laughs> but yeah yeah to to get into the second one i really liked it um just really quickly the second one somehow tyler has survived the injuries he sustained <laughs> in the first film <laughs> And he's we'll back, that. and this time he has, now it's someone from his past, so it's actually someone in his life that he needs to go back and recover from inside a prison. Yes. And also from the grips of a toxic family dynamic, mm-hmm. which I didn't see coming for the story, because... Did
1: not either. Did not either.
0: Yeah, as you, as you tapped earlier, you know, the story of the first one is a little bit flimsy, and the story of the second one is V interesting. <laughs> what what did you think you know like what are what were your takes from number two at
1: the very least uh yes very interesting but yeah i'm with you i like i thought it was way better than the first one honestly i was kind of yeah like i had heard about the um 20 minute one or or whatever so i was looking forward to that Mm -hmm. but like i just wasn't looking forward to just like how much they would kind of amp up the action um, I think they definitely had a bigger budget on the sequel, like, mm-hmm. all around, like, um, you know, so many helicopters and shit, like, yeah. skyscrapers, trains, like all that stuff. So um, yeah, the first one was like, like you know, a lot more grounded, I guess. And like, you know, like the raid, yep. like we talked about. And so the sequel, they definitely opened it up a lot more. Um, it almost felt like more of a Mission Impossible movie compared to the raid of the first one. So <laughs> but yeah i, I liked it I, I i'm with you um you know and i thought the story too like yeah brought it around actually cast an actress so it wasn't just like someone that was like in the ether that we didn't see ever mm-hmm. also another kid that i didn't really like in this in the sequel like oh my god fuck that kid so hard yeah. <laughs>
0: that's why i'm so curious about like the through line of there being like a piece of shit young kid who fucks it all up at the end
1: (laughs) these children
0: what are we saying yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) because like especially to that line where he's like when he's finally with his uncle and he's like you're not gonna kill my mom are you and it's like of
0: course i am (sighs) of course i am dude what are you thinking (laughs) yes come on
1: (laughs) fucking kids man oh my god that's the that's the through line of extraction.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I think is why I appreciate that there's room to beat those kids up a little bit, every once in a while. <laughs> a
1: little bit, just smack them around a little bit. you know.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I liked that in this one, we did get a little bit more of an expanded world where we did get to see more of the character that was in his ear in the first one and that they were like yes. much more tag teaming it this time around too.
1: Are you shipping them? I'm shipping them. They need to-
0: Yes, I, I was like, why haven't they? I- I know. Oh. I was confused about that because I figured the the whole way through the first one like that 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 if he didn't die that like that we were gonna get that because that's classic action movie
1: because you can tell that's the that's how good actors you know they are that you can tell that they're kind of mm-hmm. hinting at something you know together where it's like why does she care so much about him why does he care so much about her there has to be something else other than them just being friends um and uh yeah especially at the beginning here where he's in a coma <laughs> And they honestly they could have just cut out that that first 15 minutes where it's like him recovering because it's just like dude like again that's that's kind of where like some of the realism aspects of it where it's like there would be no way you survived honestly if you just started from point one like where you guys are together doing missions again i would have been completely fine with it
0: <laughs> you should have done that so that there's no way yes. i would have even remembered that stuff from the first <laughs> right especially because they said they were like at the very end of the first one they're like six months later yes. he's gonna be standing outside of a pool and we never saw that but we did see him in the hospital so
1: we never saw it
0: where in the six months did this story take place
1: i know very confusing very confusing and then like him him rehabbing and then like (laughs) that whole it was just
0: yeah like part of stuff that i absolutely agree we would totally could have yada yada and i would have trusted
1: just cut that whole opening uh one person i'm so glad they brought to this franchise idris alba yes hell fucking yes uh brought so much gravitas Mm -hmm. to his like you know, giving him the mission, and then again kept his accent. Which thank you, like leave these guys accents. Yes, it was so it was so fun. You know, like him, uh, I loved him. Like Tyler Rake, that's a fun name. Like just, <laughs> just giving him shit.
0: He has such a good personality. He knows these movies. Yes,
1: yeah, like I'm like some of the more generic action movies. It's just like there's no personality. Here's your mission. blah 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 blah. blah. You gotta pick this kid up. but And like, no, just Elba's an asshole. He like downs the whole Stella. That part made me crack up too.
0: <laughs> He's like looking him up and down and being like, I'm not really sure why everybody thinks you're so special.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He brings a gravitas to it. And also I love that they're, they get to work together again mm-hmm. because he was in Thor also. Oh yeah, so I like the little throwback of them. Not about that. <laughs> it's cool that he gets to be in all the franchises. I I ride for Idris.
1: him, doll,
0: Right? Yeah. I was like, I'm not even gonna try to say whatever the name was. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Him being there was pretty dope.
1: I mean, and we like we didn't put the stunts and kills, but honestly, if we're doing the stunts, it has to be that 20 minute oneer. Mm-hmm. The fact that they pulled that off, like I watched again, I had to look up behind the scenes of it. And they practice for like weeks to weeks, like before that and months before that to get. and they did it in like pieces, mm-hmm. which I thought was really smart because like he has to go into the prison, break them out. Yeah, they have to go through this like prison riot, which was like so fucking gnarly. like he kill he kills the guy with the dumbbell in the face. God, just so good. Um, goes to through that. Then they're in a car or whatever to flee. Then it's on a train yes uh, <laughs> then they're in a warehouse and then i think that's where it ends but <laughs> like four locations
0: <laughs> yeah non-stop yeah it's like they the action was top tier in the first one and the way it was woven together with the filmmaking was already perfect mm-hmm. so it was just easy for them i think to take that and translate it here Because I agree, like that long sequence, I was like, I feel like I had to go to the bathroom and I was like, I'm at home and I don't even want to pause it because I can't miss how awesome this momentum is. And I I think my favorite kill is when they're in the like tall skyscraper building and he starts using the like weight machines to Mm -hmm. like wrap people's heads around wires and like squash them.
1: Yeah. I was going to say the dumbbell is not the only uh, exercise equipment that he uses in the movie too. Cause then I don't know like what he like kicks it. And then it like falls on the guy who's on the bench or whatever. Like
0: yeah, he's like wrapping people's heads and then like they're like, like yeah. just clever and creative. And then yeah. also when they're like on the outside roof, the glass roof and they like shoot panels out from under, like,
1: I really like that. I thought that was really effective too, where it's like, it's, it wasn't like fast and furious levels of unbelievable until he gets shot in the hand while he's like hanging on. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Aside from that, I did feel like it was like you know the physics of it kind of made sense. Um, you know, he's said, you know, the, the again the hinting at the relationship, he's like, This girl must mean a lot for you of uh yeah. and so like I thought he was gonna shoot her and I yeah. was like, No, <laughs> I I really want her to come back and again, for them to have some type of relationship. I mean, the, Mm -hmm. him and his ex-wife kind of mutually.
0: I wasn't sure. Yeah. When they were like introducing the ex-wife in this story, I was like, wait, wait, because I want something else, but they didn't push it.
1: Yes right i think i think they close that up i think if she doesn't return the ex-wife
0: yeah i think that's like the last chapter of his life that's come to a nice close by helping her family and then like you know apologizing for the things he was carrying
1: yes and i did like that was i thought that was really effective more so than the first where you know in the first he's opening up to the kid about what happened to his son you find out that he had cancer and he left because he couldn't watch. And you know that's the that's the last memory I have of my son. But then uh, in the sequel, we get the reveal that you know he he didn't remember you that way. He remembered you as a hero, and I was like, oh god, yes,
0: that's what he hoped for. That
1: was that was pretty yeah, that was pretty dope. uh, That they they again, I feel like that was resolved. And like, okay, now if he can move on to this new relationship, I would I would love for that to happen (laughs) because they're both badass.
0: Yeah. Even if your movie is going to focus mostly on the action, what makes a good action movie more than just an action movie is the emotional storytelling. Mm -hmm. And even though here it's like a little bit uh, uh, flat in the first one, it's still something they pay attention to. It's still something they care about and a motivating factor in the background. And that's what makes a movie that could just be about a bunch of guns and blood about something else where two people are talking about you know, it's a lot easier to murder people I don't know than to watch a person I love die. Yeah. And like, that's a kind of statement that people don't think about when they watch an action movie because it's easier to just be like, get this violence out of (laughs) here. Yeah, It's much easier to hate on an action movie. But I have to say... I admire that they're trying to make it more emotionally viable.
1: Oh, yeah. And then last last part I really loved, and I hope they continue this, is like when he's retired for like two seconds and he has all the animals on the the farm. (laughs) His little cottage, he has like chickens like coming around everywhere. And it's like, oh, man.
0: I can't wait for the third one when they roll up to the farm and he's like milking the cow and is like, let's go i will say this franchise is definitely has legs but i'm interested to see if i'm interested to see if they can hold those legs because you can only not die so much before people start to feel like all right
1: yeah i and then yeah the brother you know that that whole thing was like whatever but i was like those two at the center of it they need to be the stars of the franchise i think they're awesome
0: she's badass yes the the stun people you know, made her look equally as good as they made him look in stunts. So there's just no reason.
1: Dude, she was like, even though she was like taking so much, she's <laughs> so much bullets and shit. She was like, you know, stat, like again. Use uh, because we're talking about the differences in the builds or whatever. She's smaller than the guys, but she's like climbing them. She's like stabbing them. Yes, in the legs and like fucking using whatever she can. Um, so yeah, she was dope. I thought like her her and this one was like definitely improved uh for me
0: and i like that they had that awareness you know because like yeah. in the first one he did lose a couple of team members so there was like a hesitance i got
1: yeah that sniper guy was pretty dope mm-hmm. uh that i they lost him in the beginning and yeah so
0: yeah i think there is a lot there are legs here and i'm excited to see what else we do
1: mm-hmm. Extraction three.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know there'll be one.
1: <laughs> yeah, there probably will.
0: I know there'll be one. I
1: think it's, it's still like the number one movie on mm-hmm. Netflix right now.
0: Mm-hmm. It contends.
1: Okay. Yeah. There we go. Hemsworth, baby. Let's do it. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right. That wraps it up for us. Let's remind the people where they can find us.
1: Get your action fix and follow us at we stay buff on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Follow me on Twitter at Rampage underscore Misfit. And then my movie page is at Misfit underscore Minded on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
0: And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And please leave a review. Five stars, five stars, five stars, stars, always and forever. And you can follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at It's Me, Shanny B. Thanks again for listening. Hope to catch you next time on another edition of Movie Buffs. Stay buff.